Welcome to the Keys to Leadership podcast. My name is Shiv and I'm the co-host of this podcast alongside Rashan. What's better than one podcaster? The answer is two of us. Now I've hosted the Shiv show for over three years now and Rashan has hosted Inspiring Design podcast for over two years. Together, our goal is to bring you interesting topics weekly to help you grow your leadership skills and challenge the status quo. Now buckle up and listen in. Here are the keys to leadership. Hey, thanks so much for joining everyone. Uh, Rashawn, always good to see you, man. This is our fifth episode. It is? crazy. It feels like we've been doing it for years now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's number five, man, and I I love it. So, uh, again, thanks everyone for joining. I am Shiv. Um, Really, Rashawn and I, a couple weeks ago, just said that we want to we want to do something and, and, and make use of our time. So we started the work from home minutes and we hope you enjoy. There are some other uh, episodes that we have done. This is the first time we are on Facebook live as well. So um, please feel free to join in. We want to make this as interactive as possible. Um, please give feedback, ask questions in the chat. And again, we are doing this purposely with no structure at all. So let, let's face it. No one, no one knows what's happening at the moment, right? So That's we kind of jumped in and said, hey, let's, uh, let's do this with no structure. That's it. That's it. And look, we started this five weeks ago in, when, uh, when things were a little bit different when it came to the COVID situation and working from home. We're kind of in that transition. But um, over the last, I think, five weeks, collectively, we had about, what was it, about 150, 200 people join collectively, some repeats, obviously. And then yep. um, over and over again, every week, we've had more and more questions um popping up and answers popping up and people joining the conversation which is which is great and uh let's see what happens when we have facebook live going as well yeah absolutely uh you keep an eye on the facebook live i'll keep an eye on the instagram and we'll we'll go from there but um listen today we're here to talk about uh and discuss fears um overcoming fears which which is a big thing uh fear of failures fear of judge being judged and judgment and we talked a lot about this last week. And again, this topic was birthed from, from last week. So something that I literally let stop me from, from doing anything was, mm. was the fear of failure and the fear of being, uh, being judged. Um, now, to, to be honest, I, I don't often speak, or sorry, I do often speak about fear. And a lot of people, when they look at me, they say, man, you, you're scared of nothing. And that's bullshit. That's ap- absolute bullshit. I'm scared of a lot of things out there. Well, I think it's that um, perception yep. that people have of you, which is, I think, a pro- positive thing. <laughs> oh, definitely, right? It, it's good. But, you know, I, I do want to be truthful to say that I'm scared shitless all the time. But I think that the, the mindset side kicks in to say, cool, you're scared. You got a bit of fear, but what are you going to do about it, right? So mm-hmm. my mindset is, is you know, yes, we, we're all scared of shit. We're all fearful of, of getting up on stage and presenting. But at the end of the day, we have to do it. Because we've chosen, we've chosen this, right? So, you know, fear is something again that people think I, I don't have, but complete bullshit. Um, fear is something that we all have. And and if you look at all of the, you know, look at the famous people. Tony Robbins gets up on stage, and he talks about that. You know, he gets nervous every time he goes up on stage. Tony Robbins, this is what he does for a living. Um, but at the same time, you know, people are going to be going through these fears. So, Rashad, man, I'd love to ask you. You know, what sort of fears did you have earlier and how did you overcome them? Oh, I think um, it, it's, um, it's a few of those common ones. Obviously, fear of, fear of speaking was, was something that was um, not, not that, I think, common to me when I was little. 
but um, but unfortunately, what that did somehow during architecture school, we ended up going into this scenario where you're going to be you're you're in crypt, you're being critiqued on what you're doing. You have to go and sell your idea, and um, and somehow it always ended up being a nervous situation because you're putting yourself out there and, and the fear of public speaking that I didn't have all of a sudden came back on during university. But by the end of it, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't there anymore because I constantly had this technique of, you know, the kind of muscle memory developing some sort of a practice habit so that you get past what those um, fears are, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So public speaking was definitely one of the, one of the ones earlier on. And I think, um, Another one was, you know, fear of, fear of failure. Fear of failure is a big, yep. big driver for me because I think um, from a young age as well, you start to do things that um, that drives you just because you don't want to fail, right? And um, yep. it's, it's something very interesting there. And I think it's that's, that's still a driver for me, just different mm-hmm. contexts, right? So I think um, um, those, those have been my main two fears. What about yourself, man? So yeah, fear of speaking and, you know, my fiance is on, she laughs at me all the time. A lot of my friends laugh at me all the time when I say that I'm scared to speak and they're like, dude, you have a podcast, shut up. Mm. I, I honestly super scared of, of speaking, public speaking, um, even one-on-one speaking. I was such a nervous kid. Yeah. And for some reason, you know, what, I, what kind of broke this in for me was when I was in college and obviously the weight loss had a, had a really big, uh, I guess, impact on my life. Right. But mm. the, when I was in college, I was so scared of presenting to the point where I don't have a piece of paper, but I use a book um, where I would, I would speak and I'd be holding a paper and you can hear the paper oh, move. No. Right. <laughs> and, and, and that, and I was presenting in front of my class and that's actually when I knew that I'm like, I need to fix this shit. Yeah. Something's gonna, something's happening. Yeah. Um, and what I did was instead of accepting that I was scared of speaking, no, I knew that I wanted to go into sales. At that time, I wanted to go into marketing. Mm. So I knew that a change had to be made. And what I did was I jumped into a, a presentation group called um, OCMC and DECA uh, mm-hmm. at the time in, in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, man, they, they threw me in the deep end, right? They said, here, you need to present to these six people on this topic and you have two minutes to prep. Mm. And through that, a lot of practice I became you know, normalized to the, to the idea of presenting. And now it's just, you know, I wouldn't say it's easy because I still have the fear of going up and speaking, but now we have to do it and we know we have to do it. So it's super important. And it's actually funny that you mentioned, you already mentioned Tony Robbins as well. He goes through and has this routine to make sure that he gets out of his zone of whatever that fear, that meant, that mindset that he might be in and become show ready. And I think those are the tricks that actually, bypass what those fears that may get you into a good habit of almost attacking what whatever that fear might be and and his uh, i'm not sure if you've heard this it's actually about jumping up and up and down on his little mini trampoline five yeah. minutes before he goes goes on stage and i love something simple as that right it just keeps people motivated it keeps you focused and all of a sudden you kick into gear so it doesn't really matter what what um what your fear about what you're about to do might be so yeah, that, um, I think yeah, that, that's, that's a really good point. And I, you know, I think the, the point to take out of that is every single person is going to have their own sort of vibe, right? I, yeah. You're going to, let, let's say Tony Robbins jumps on trampolines. 
I, you know, I can be cool doing 20 push-ups before I go speak. You could be doing some bicep curls in the corner. Ronnie's <laughs> on here. Ronnie will be doing, you know, he lift, the, the amount he lifts is ridiculous. So he can go lift some oh. bicep curls. But yeah. uh, the, the point is, the point is that it, it, it's important to, to find your own style, right? Find your own way of getting into the groove. This morning I had, had a presentation and um, to, to about 100 people. And before I jumped on, I did just breathing techniques, right? So that's my way of, that's my way of just, you know, getting, getting in the zone and getting ready. Mm. Now, again, you may have your ways. There's going to be different ways to get into it. So I think that's an important point. Tony Robbins has his ways, but just because Tony Robbins is doing that doesn't mean that you have to do that. And that was, exactly. that was what affected me before because I'm like, man, Tony Robbins is jumping up and down. I'm just tired. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, not, it's not helping me get ready to present yeah. until I found my own way yeah. and found my own way to pump myself up and motivate me. That's it. But I think, I think it all comes down to self-doubt when it comes to fears, right? Yep. Self-doubt is there. And again, when I was you know, overweight, the self-doubt was huge. I, I doubted myself before I let anybody doubt me. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I stopped doing that, man, I, I stopped being no, I, not, not, not fearful. Of course, I still had the fear, but I stopped letting the fear stop me. Yeah, yeah. And that, it's that um, famous saying, you know, forget a fear stands for two different things. One is, um, forget everything and run and the other is uh, face everything and rise I think that's that's where the mentality of how you approach your different fears really comes into play and it's that um, fight or flight kicks in whenever we we feel threatened and I think yeah that's what the point of us as humans you know we're not we're not like a gazelle being chased after the lion right and and you know we don't have that problem unlike uh, boys in the prehistoric era where they had seven two tigers running mm -hmm. in we we have different types of things we have to be able to i think take a step back and one of the most important techniques that i've ever worked that's worked for me in every single context is allowing that fear to set in for two to three minutes so you're consciously aware that yes you're it's almost like if you if you have a have a fitbit or an apple watch you can monitor your heart rate you can feel it go up but it's a lot, you're allowing yourself to accept it because a lot of people try to fight that fear. And what that does in the end is you're battling against something that's within yourself and it just makes things worse. So firstly, mm -hmm. taking a few minutes to breathe and, and, um, and allow yourself to sit within that fear first gets you in the mind frame of being able to see things more clearly. And, yeah. um, and all that, all that is, is simply a breathing technique that you're just going through to accept what, whatever the context might be. Might be you're mm -hmm. about to go on stage. It might be, um, you know, you, you have to go into a, a really personal matter or it might be lifting an incredible amount of weight that you've never been, never lifted before. Whatever the context might be, it, um, yeah. it still works. Yeah. And I, I think that's a really good point. I think that, yeah, you're right. Realize the fear, right? And, and, and again, you, you need to realize that you have that fear to overpower that fear. Mm, don't, yeah. don't tell yourself that you're not, you're not scared. I, I, for me, that doesn't work. Yeah. You know, I say that, you know what, I am a little nervous, but who cares? I'm going to go kick ass yeah. anyway, right? Yeah. So yeah, Shilp's great piece of advice, taking a moment to allow fear to flow through your body. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, the, the presentation I'm delivering tomorrow actually a lot of it, it is, it is about fear. And, um, you know, one of the, one of the pay, the, one of the points I'm bringing up actually has to do with the fear of judgment. 
what advice do you have around you know fear of being judged yeah fear of being judged is is i think one of the most common ones in for us in this 21st century in particular because of it, it's uh, it's more manifested because of i think social media and um mm-hmm. it's 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 quite natural to i think you know put yourself in the mindset of what what other people might think whether it's good or bad but whatever that judgment is, um, usually it's a reflection of that other person. You know, um, they're usually passing, if they're passing judgment on yourself, it's, it, it's mo- you know, nine out of 10 times is stemming from a person's own insecurities. And, and usually those are, I find more louder than, than yep. the ones who are more secure. So I think it then comes down to managing how your own, how secure you are with yourself which, mm-hmm. which then allows you to, I think it's almost like rise above what's not necessary. You, it doesn't really matter what anyone else thinks on, um, other than what you think of yourself. So I think um, that's where there's a, there's a famous uh, one that I saw from Gary Vee lately uh, was, I don't give a F what you think because I know deep down who you are and I know my own mindset when I'm alone. So I think that's that's the beauty yep. of it. You can you can be whoever anyone can think whatever you want, but if you are deep down centered with yourself, hey, mm-hmm. none of it matters. I saw I saw a similar post from Gary V, and it was saying that you know why should you let someone who doesn't know you judge you, or why should you let that affect you? Mm. They have no idea who the hell you are. The only person that knows who you are are you. Yeah. So that you know that that's actually really important. Um, you know what helps me through the fear of being judged is actually Aaron Sansoni, who you and I both know. Um, now he put it this way. He said that, you know, let's say you're standing right here. If you, if you take a step forward, mm-hmm. you're being judged. If you mm-hmm. take a step back, you're being judged. You take yeah. a step left, you take a step right, you're being judged. No, yeah. The moral of the story is no matter what you do, no matter where you go in life, you're being judged. We're being judged right now on this Absolutely. live on Facebook and Instagram. Absolutely. And, and, and to be honest, it's, it's 100% okay to, to, to be judged, right? I mean, no matter what you do in life, people are going to judge you. So, exactly. you know, why let it stop you? Why let it stop you? And that, that actually, you know, I use that to empower me, right? Mm. There's a lot of things that have stopped me over the past couple of years because I'm like, oh shit, you know, what are people actually going to think? Yeah. But then look at, look at, look at what you and I have both accomplished over the past years. Mm. It's because we took an attitude by saying, yeah. who gives a crap? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. And usually like if, you're, say, if you're, you're going to be attracting more critics, I think um, when you're doing something right and, and they other people who usually have something to throw at you usually means that they're, they're wanting to, I think, pursue with things themselves, but you've just taken the step forward before they have. So it, yeah, at the end of the day, they're where they are and you're where, the, where you are. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So everyone, everyone joining, we'd love to know, you know what you do to combat fear. Um, throw it in the chat room. Now, I made, I made a few points of, of how I deal with fear, and I'd love to get your take on it. So, you know, I do things in threes. So, um, number one, and you mentioned it a couple, a couple of weeks ago, is, you know, Nike yep. slogan, just, just do, do it. it, right? I mean, who cares? Again, we talk about fear of being judged. We talk about fear of failure. If you switch your mindset from failure to learning, you know, that you're, you're already a winner, mm-hmm. right? So, number one, don't overthink mm-hmm. it. Just, just go ahead and do it. And, you know, I have a lot of friends and, and family, and, and you're probably the same that, that asked you, you know, how do you, how do you start a podcast? Or I would love to start a podcast mm-hmm. or I'd love to write a book. And that hasn't been done in, in two to three years. Right. Yeah. 
it's all because of that fear. So what I say to people is, you know, talk is cheap. Just go ahead and get it done. Yeah. Just take action, right? So uh, number two would be mentors. I always reach out to a lot of mentors mm-hmm. um, because these people are people that probably have done it before, have probably failed before, and have probably experienced what we, what we experience every single day. Um, and number three is the attitude, right? If I do not try, that that is a failure. Mm-hmm. If I don't try and I don't even, you know, just do it, I don't do it, that's actually a fail for me. And, and you know, Michael Jordan said, uh, I don't know if anyone's watching The Last Dance. I'm obsessed with it. Um, <laughs> you don't have Netflix, so you haven't seen it yet. No, not yet. I've, uh, I've had a few mates. mates. Actually, Moses, um, you, you would know Moses. He, he gave, yeah, me, yeah. Uh, gave me the link to it and go, bro, check this out. But, um, but it's brilliant. Yeah, I, I'm it's, yet to. <laughs> honestly, every week, every week that we jump on in, in chat, I take something from, from that documentary. It's amazing. But so one of the things he says is, I, I can accept failure. Everyone fails at something, mm. but I can't accept not trying. And that's what I truly believe in. If you do not try, that's, that's the actual failure. Absolutely. But um, man, question to you, how, how do you deal with fear? For me, I think it's, very, it's quite similar, actually. One of the things is uh, like I, I, what, the breathing technique that I mentioned before, just to actually accept whatever that fear is, um, is, the, is the, it's the first step for myself. Mm. Then the next thing is usually that statement of, you know, fear stands for another, another acronym is um, false evidence appearing real. And most of the time that's been the case. And usually what we fear is something we don't know. And we don't mm. know what's on the other side. We don't know what, what the results or the outcome of something might be. So usually yeah. what that, that fear sometimes paralyzes us, you know, what happens if we, do a podcast and some people, um, people, what if people don't like my voice or, you know, um, what if someone says that I do, I say something that I shouldn't on, on, um, while I'm recording it, or what if they what if mm-hmm. the speaker says something, you know, or whatever the outcome is, there might be thousands of different things that go through your head. But usually what that involves is for me, similar to yourself, where you approach the mentors, it's actually look for information. So sometimes that's for, that's with a mentor. Sometimes it's just jumping on Google or Mm -hmm. um, talking, um, talking to a friend who's already done it, um, reading a book, watching a podcast, you know, whatever that, whatever that might be to absorb more about that topic. And that usually gets you to a point of um, where you feel more in control and you are less likely to fear something. So those are my usual approaches and it hasn't gone wrong so far. And usually muscle memory kicks in more and more and you turn that into a, into an habit. So um, if it's an ongoing thing, you don't need to worry about it. Like I've got a little bit of a routine myself whenever I go on stage. um, And, and even, even before I do a podcast, it's just kicks you into gear and, and, Mm -hmm. um, and all of a sudden you're in that zone and, it, it comes through time. You've got to do it. And, and it's not jumping up and up and down on a trampoline. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you know, me- mentorship is so important, right? Mm. I think that's, and that's something that I, you know, I encourage a lot of people to, to get involved in, right? Do not have the attitude that you know everything. Cause I'll tell you right now, you do not yep. you know. Yep. You do not know everything. So get a mentor and a mentor doesn't mean an older person. It could be someone younger as well. Right. So, Get someone that you can learn something from. Mm. And to be honest, you know, one of the things that I learned when I wrote the book and when I did the podcast is, and this comes from fear of being judged, is you have to take advice only from people who have done it. 
everybody's going to have something to say. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fact, right? I have a lot of friends that gave me advice on this and that and this. And my question to them would, would be, well, okay, how many books have you written? Or you know, how many podcast episodes have you launched? The answer is zero. So, and I'm not doing that to be an asshole. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and you know, I'm not doing that to be an asshole. But at the same time, if they were, if they were trying to run their business, um, I would not be in the position to, to give them advice. Because let's say, for example, I wasn't doing it, unless it was a mm. book or a podcast or speaking or whatever. But the, the moral of the story is you know, to, to cut fear out of this, you want to learn from people that have done it before and people that have failed yeah. before because they're going to go through the same emotions. And I think that emotions is such an important thing when it comes to, to failure. You know, how do you react or how do you deal with your yeah. emotions? That's super important. Absolutely. And if you can deal with your emotions properly, you win. You win nine times out of ten. Yeah. yeah. And it almost becomes someone that, um, that any, not anything can change. You become so centered with yourself. It doesn't matter what any stones are thrown at you or what comments, whether good or bad, it doesn't matter. You're, mm-hmm. you're, you're like one of those strong oak trees that, um, that wither the storm and, um, and you know, there's hail, there's rain, there's sunshine. It doesn't matter. It still stands its ground and it knows exactly where it's rooted and grounded and, and keeps growing yep. every single day, little by little, eventually shading so many people. And, um, so Absolutely, it's uh, it's it's something very interesting, and it, the, it made me smile when you mentioned the whole thing of you can't take advice from people that haven't done it. You know, if if it's whatever that action might be, and this is actually something that I used to get into quite a bit of a heated heated debate about <laughs> with, with some people because um, their argument. Actually, I'm keen to hear your thoughts on this because their argument was if it's good advice doesn't mm-hmm. matter if the other person has done it or not it should be taken on board and for myself it was a little bit contradicting because i'm like well if you actually don't follow through on the advice that you're giving me right now or credibility is lost exactly exactly so then how would you wholeheartedly how can i wholeheartedly accept that so maybe it's something wrong with myself having a chip on my shoulder or something. I don't know. But what do you No, think? no, I, I, I agree with you. And I think that the, the point of what you and I are both trying to say is if you come to us with great advice, like we're going to listen, right? Mm. But we're not saying that we're going to follow through. So we're never going to say, sorry, you know, you never written a book. Like, don't talk to me. No, <laughs> we want to listen. And to be honest, there's, there's been things that I've changed about my podcast, um, you know, from people that are, are listeners. So that, that's a bit of a different story. Mm. But what I mean to say is if you haven't started a business and you have your opinions and you talk about wanting to start your business and you haven't done anything, yeah. your credibility is very low. And, yeah. and, and not, again, not trying to be an asshole, but you know, what, what are you doing to, to, to build a business or what are you doing to build a podcast yeah. or write a book? And, you know, again, some people may call us assholes for thinking that way, but that is the only way that you can cut the fear learning from people that have done it already. Yeah. It's just like if we work at a corporate company, I work at Cisco. If I need to get into a very, uh, very detailed deal and, and a customized deal, I go to people that have done this before. I can't go to people that have opinions. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's not going to get me anywhere. I want, I want people that have actually done this before that can walk me through a complex deal. Right. So it's, no, I get, I get your point, man. I get your point. Absolutely. And Very important. One of the things I think that's important is uh, a lot of people misunderstand having a fear, uh, you know, like, like the people that would say you don't, you're not, you're not a person that has any fears. I think that's a, that's a misconception that a lot of people have because 
if you're seeing a guy, seen as a guy or a girl who's just constantly tackling these different different things and doing something in in their words becoming successful or whatever the whatever that might be, usually what yeah. that means is they think that they're fearless. And um, I saw mm-hmm. this interesting quote that resonated with me was the fact that you know the absence of fear is doesn't mean the absence of courage. And usually a person who's fearless, usually Mm -hmm. that means that they have more courage to keep going on, but they're scared shitless and they, they have so much fear, but they know how to deal with it. They know how to move forward. And I think take those steps. And, um, and, and that one really sat well with me because it, uh, it shows a lot, you know, you're, it's about then building courage to push through whatever that might be. If you're, if you're worried about starting a business, because it might fail because of what other people might say to you. Um, hey, you know, you got to build up the courage to do those things. And that comes with a lot of different elements. I think it, it stems off of, um, you know, not enough information, misunderstandings. Uh, you're not as centered with yourself because you allow external factors to actually affect what your thought process is. So it's um, it's a bit of an interesting one when you keep going, but I feel like we don't need another half an hour for that. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be another uh, episode. But no, yeah. you know, just just in that one, it's it's actually very true. I think that you know when you look at failure, you have to look at you know a business idea, for example, right? If you and a lot of my friends, again, um, you know, I say this to them a lot is they would come to me and say, well, what if my business idea doesn't doesn't work? Mm. And then I say, well, what if it does? But they don't think of the what if it what if it does work? Yeah. They think of what if it does not work? And that's the first thought that goes through their head. Mm. So, you know, I, you know, I think guys like you and I, we try to shift mindsets, which is why we're doing, you know, this, this, this show, yep. right? Absolutely. Um, this is work from home minutes. It's all about mindset. Um, you know, I want to, I want to move on to the Instagram replies. You mentioned that you had quite a few, mm-hmm. what were some of the people saying when you put out the questions to them? Yeah. The question that I put out was what are the steps you would do that you would advise a friend? Usually people, I framed it that way because a lot of people, whenever they're answering things about their own fears, are a little bit more scared, a little bit more hesitant. So I figured what advice would you give to someone? And, um, and the one that kept coming up was just jump in and just do it. Right. And, um, and another one was, think through the steps logically and without giving into emotion. So that was a very powerful one. And um, which, which, uh, which, which is actually a conscious thought process that you'd have to then sit down and walk through. So I think that's been my favorite one. The, the one about, you know, Nike, just do it um, kept coming up, but it's interesting because I don't, even though people would give this advice to others, I don't think they would follow their own advice which yep. is which is what I think is a bit ironic. <laughs> credibility, credibility, credibility. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and you- and that's that's the big point of what we try to do. You have to filter through that bullshit. Exactly. You absolutely have to filter through that bullshit. Exactly. Um, and that takes years, man. I'm, I'm that takes years. No one's gonna ever gonna perfect that, right? Definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, some of the replies I got mm-hmm. is, you know, how do you deal with fear? Some people said that they work out. Okay. Um, Exercise. Relieving, relieving yep. some stress. Um, some people said that they crawl into their bed. <laughs> Actually, one person said that they crawl into their bed, which oh, uh, no. you know we we had a back we had a back and forth, and I said you know uh, ended up with her saying no, I'm not going to do it anymore. Yeah. Um, some people eat, and some people binge eat as well. Actually, that's quite a few replies that I got. Mm-hmm. If they're scared, they binge eat. Um, I'm going to swear, but some people say fuck it and let's go. 
I love, love that. Yeah. Um, some people said MAIA, Aaron Sansoni, massive and immediate action. I love that. I absolutely love that. I think yeah. that, um, you know, massive and immediate action, right? Not massive action, and massive and immediate and action. Not just action, which massive action. Yeah, exactly. Massive action. There's a comment from my, oh, my future mother-in-law. Not everyone is fortunate to know uh, who is a good or not good with their advice or fortunate to have a good mentor who is ready to help. How can we decide? To be easy, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it, I think that we have a lot of people in our lives that are, that are always willing to help. Um, but if we don't ask the question, if we don't show that we're open to it or open to their advice, then they won't say anything. So a part of it is if you need help, a part of that is going out and actually searching for that help and asking the right questions. So that goes out to anybody, who, whoever needs help. Um, I'm always here if you need to speak. Uh, Rashawn's always there if you don't want to talk to me. Um, but I think that the point is that there's always people out there. You just need to make, make it aware that, um, that you want to have a conversation. And I, and I think the beautiful part is it, it's almost like adapting that mentality. And I know you would know this from a, from a sales context is, is ask and you shall receive, right? And yep. if you don't ask, the answer is always no. And, and mm-hmm. if you ask, worst case scenario is no. So either way, you have nothing to lose by just asking. And I think I've had, I've had some of my students that constantly ask questions that, you know, reach out. They're the ones who actually get ahead. You can see the results in the, in the next few months to, you know, a few years. And in yep. the end, all because they, it boiled down to them asking a few more extra, extra questions and just, you know, asking for that handout or, you know, Hey, can you help me? Simple yeah. as that. Right. And, and yeah. And I, I hate the saying, I hate, I absolutely hate the saying. but I'm going to say it. There is no <laughs> such thing as a stupid question. I hate it, but it's so true. Right. I mean, there's no <laughs> such thing. Just if you have yeah. a question, just ask, no one's going to yell at you yeah. or unless you're having a really bad day, but no one's going to yell at you for asking questions. Right. So if you do have any questions, um, just like I said, put it out there because if you don't put it out there, no one's going to know that you, you need help. And that's, that's, that's a big part of it. That's it. Um, I do have some tips on dealing with failure actually that I found online. So there's eight of them. I'm going to go through them pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so number one is accepting that you feel down about failure. And, and you mentioned that before, just accepting that you feel the, fa- feel the fear, mm-hmm. right? That's actually really important. Um, it means that you have something to work towards. So that's number one. Number two, uh, you had a setback. You didn't have a failure. So it's all about the mindset, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, your business idea failed, but at least you, you can take something and learn that, learn from that and then start your business in the next few months. Yeah. Um, the third one is learn from the situation. It's kind of repetitive. Uh, four is anybody who wants something in life will fail and nothing is ever just handed out. Mm. And to be honest, you look at, again, look at the famous people. Look at J.K. Rowling, author of Harry Potter. She felt she felt time and time and time again, a lot even to do with her gender, where she couldn't even use her real name. She had to she had to, she had to change it, right? So yep. she went through failure, and look how successful she is now. Mm. Um, number five, talk about it and find support. Perfect, perfect exactly. for this. Yeah. Uh, number six, move forward. Don't get stuck on it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Super important. Uh, Number seven is take action towards a better plan. This will improve your self-esteem. Yep. And number eight, face adversity and realize your strengths. This is super important. You are your biggest critic. And if you keep telling yourself that you're bad at things, then that's what you're going to believe. So super important. Stop telling yourself that you're bad at things. 
stop the stop the self doubt. Yep. Um, and we'll go from there. Do we have any uh, Do we have any questions on the Facebook side? Well, talk, speaking of failure, unfortunately, the Facebook Live dropped out, but we still have the Zoom session going. So I figured we can actually release this um, as a as a video, and people will be able to watch that anyway. So unfortunately, the Facebook Facebook died. So more testing for us to figure out. <laughs> it's not a failure, man. It's a minor setback. Exactly. It's all good. Exactly. Um, we did thirty three minutes. Is there anything that you want to say? Um, what are your final thoughts? Yeah, look, I think when it comes to fear, it's it's a it's usually not something that exists. It's not. It's all ninety nine percent of the time. It's in our fear, especially in in in. It's in our heads. It's um. It's something that we usually built up based on what we know. Um. You know, in the simplest form, if we look at a baby, a baby who has just been born, usually doesn't get fear about what other people might think. They don't have a fear of public speaking. They don't have a fear of heights. And um, so the number one fear that we actually have inherently built in to ourselves is, believe it or not, the fear of falling backwards. And that's simply a genetical um, element just to protect the backs of our heads, right? And that's just built into our DNA. So every single thing, every other top fears in the world, including fear of spiders mm -hmm. and fear of failure and fear of losing love and whatever the fear you might have is learned. We learn this somewhere along the way, some point in our life. So the important thing with fears is I think if you've learned a fear, you can also unlearn it and you can manage that. So mm -hmm. that means anything, anything is, you can overcome absolutely any fear. I love that. I love that. And yeah, I'm, I'm shit scared of falling backwards. So <laughs> you and I both, brother. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Um, man, I, I will leave you with this. Um, you know, I, I like, uh, I have a saying and, and it, it, it's those who jump fly. And I'm so serious about that saying. I even have it tattooed on my arm here. Um, those who jump fly. And to be honest, I'm all about that, right? Jump. It just means take action. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you're going to fly on the first time. But it's going to you're gonna you're gonna, eventually you're gonna fly. Once you get it right, you're gonna fly. Yep. So to be honest, um, that's it for me. Uh, I can't wait for next week unless we have anything else to uh, to leave us with. No, I think uh, what you what you said was great, man. And it's exactly what Will Smith says in his uh, video addressing fear: is it you know it's pure bliss the second you jump off that plane, but the second right before that, you're you're nothing logically makes sense because you're about to jump off a plane you know every fiber in your body is going you're insane you shouldn't mm -hmm. be doing this this is so many dangers and risks right but it's literally other side of that <clears throat> other side of that um second pure bliss yep. so you just need to jump off absolutely the plane. So i love that <laughs> good man well um let's leave you with that i know you don't you don't drink but i do so cheers <laughs> Cheers. Uh, you got your you got your water. Cheers everyone. Thanks for joining in. Uh we'll see you next week. Absolutely. See you guys. Cheers.